Every day, it would spend hours rummaging through rubbish heaps for scraps left by local hotels. Terrified by the reality of street life, Julius was eventually persuaded to return to live with his elderly grandma. But tragedy struck again as I walked through the valley of the shadow of death. Julius had only been in safety for a couple of weeks when his grandmother's health deteriorated and Julius became a sole carer. His days were filled with chores, including travelling to the nearest river to wash her clothes and her bedsheets. Julius can clearly remember the moment his grandmother's eyes stopped moving. He called out to her, Danny, which means grandmother. Danny, are you okay? But there was no answer, he told us. In the middle of his struggle, Julius clung on to the words of Psalm 23. Every night he would lie on his bed and meditate on the Psalms of his Good News Bible. Julius was comforted by the promise that God was with him through his valley and of his pain and grief. And whatever valley you're going through, God can comfort you too. I will fear no evil for you are with me. Julius was encouraged by the truths of Psalm 23. He knew that thanks to his heavenly father, he would lack nothing. After praying through the psalm, Julius experienced the reality of God's incredible provision. At his grandma's funeral, Julius's uncle Wellington offered to give him a home. My heart was not at rest, knowing that children were left alone, explains Wellington. But Wellington and his wife were battling poverty, they had no idea how they were going to provide for two boys in addition to their own five children. But again, God was faithful. He guided Julius along the right path. We received visitors from the local Compassion Project who were seeking to help more needy children in the community, remembers Wellington. I prayed for Julius to be sponsored so that he could access the medical intervention he needed and start to attend school. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. Julius was amazed that God's goodness and love really did follow him. And thanks to his sponsor, Julius was able to join a Barisillo Primary School. His compassion sponsor provided everything he needed, including food, education and support. I'm happy that my uncle took us in. I also enjoyed visiting the Compassion Project on Saturdays because I have many friends there, Julius says. I received gifts from my sponsor and my sponsor's letters encouraged me to work hard in everything I do. I feel loved. I feel appreciated. Every night, Julius still goes to bed and reads the words of Psalm 23. He's experienced their truth in powerful ways through the Holy Spirit. Julius knows he's a child of God and the Lord Jesus really is his shepherd. I tell you this heartwarming story mainly because Julius comes from a totally different life and culture to the one that we live in today. I don't know about you, but I get frustrated when I'm quite often out, Sally knows 
this and it does annoy me when I go out or when I go for a walk or when we sit down to eat or where many people are gathered and the reason I get frustrated is the fact that just about everyone these days is focused on a little square screen in front of them reading tablets phones and they're not conscious they're not making conversation they're not aware of life that goes on around them and I see this and, and, and I put my hand up because even I get sucked into that sometimes If we wonder why Christianity is on the decline in this country, I believe one of the main reasons is the fact that people are tuned in to a different world of idolatrous ways, hence the smart screen, who've got nothing, where nothing has a meaning to our actual life, and God becomes irrelevant, or Christianity is just too big to actually think about. Many people live today, they don't worry about tomorrow and they certainly don't worry about what will happen at the point of death. And the reason I say all of this is that the story we've just listened to with Julius it comes from a totally different culture from all the old mod cons that we have in our lives. They don't have all the comforts that we believe makes for a good life. Julius, his first point of contact is scripture. It's not Google, it's not Microsoft, it's not a square tablet in front of him. His first point of contact is his Bible. It might even be the only point of contact that he's got. It's his divine book of God. In particular, this amazing psalm we look at, words from King David 3,000 years ago. It's an incredible psalm that possibly even non-believers have, have not, I, I believe everybody has heard this psalm or let's say 99% of people have heard this psalm it's a reading that I do at just about every funeral every interment that I do and the words are not only powerful but when you break it down and truly listen to them they bring much comfort in many ways and again like Julius as you meditate over the words you realize that you're a child of God and Jesus truly is the good shepherd. In other words, your Bible is far more important than a little electronic screen. We live in a society where at the end of his lives, many will be vulnerable due to ignorance. And again, this is a culture that we've created. Billy Graham said, for too many young people coming of age today have no spiritual or emotional roots. They've been deprived of values by an agnostic and contemporary culture. I believe that many in our society at this moment in time are vulnerable. We've heard about it this morning, even though we can't spell harvest properly. <laughs> what did I say? We, all the words are there, but not necessarily in the right order. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but joking aside, I can't take anything away from, from the work that you guys do, and it just proves a point. Even in, it, it's quite an affluent area, the, the poverty that is still on our doorstep. The poverty in our doorstep. At the point of death, the people haven't got a clue what's in store for them. It's too big for many to consider. David gives this incredible metaphor of Psalm 23 and the shepherd. So for a moment, I want to consider the vulnerability of sheep. Now, only a few weeks ago, Sally and myself and his family were on Isle of Arran. And um, we were in a lovely cottage. Oh, that sounds bad, doesn't it, after this morning? We're in a nice cottage looking over at sea. 
There were a big field at side of us. It were full of sheep and pheasants. But I were observing these sheep. These sheep. And when you really start to observe sheep, that sounds really odd, doesn't it? But yeah, I were observing these sheep. But to me, it's quite apparent, as lovely and tasty as they are, <laughs> they're not the brightest of animals. A sheep is a particularly vulnerable creature, especially when it's on its own. Sheep need a leader, and as they wander aimlessly, they'll even follow their leader into certain danger. Sheep have no defence against predators except for being within a flock, being within themselves. Yet the instinct flight response to danger can also cause a panic to scatter. Individual sheep, I told you I've been observing sheep. Individual sheep are highly stressed when separated from the flock. And as a matter of fact, sheep must be able to see each other in order to graze without any tension or without any distress. And the loss of that visual contact can lead to further panic and it leads them to run away. And again, as we all know, a lost sheep can become a sitting duck. The Bible has many references of God's people depicted as sheep. Usually they arise from experiences of vulnerable communities. The people are scattered and have fallen prey to those bent on Israel's destruction. These passages offer assurance that their Lord is with them to lead them as a shepherd, as well as Psalm 23. Psalm 95, Psalm 100 always also makes reference to this. Ezekiel 34 talks about people who are scattered and uh, they're brought back to their own land. And Isaiah 40 tells us of the lambs are gathered to God's bosom, gently leads them home. There are many, many references in the Bible. So what about today? Well, we often find ourselves longing for comfort and for direction in a world, as we've heard already from Jacqueline, full of uncertainties, hardships, trials. And during these challenging times, we're reminded of the significant, profound finding of solace and guidance in the embrace of our loving Heavenly Father. Imagine a weary traveller crossing a treacherous dark path where danger lurks at every turn. Fear grips their heart with each step and loneliness overcomes their soul. But in the distance, a flickering light emerges, dispelling the darkness and providing a glimmer of hope. As they draw closer, they discover a loving shepherd tending to a flock of sheep, guiding them with care, leading them to green pastures and still waters. The traveller finds solace and direction in the shepherd's presence, realising that he's not alone. Like the traveller in the story, we've been given a timeless gift from God. The passage has become a source of comfort, a source of assurance and hope for countless individuals throughout history. And today we turn our attention to this Psalm 23, where they're finding the reassuring words, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, just as Julius did. So let's explore the profound truth contained within this passage and discover how it can bring comfort, guidance and unwavering hope to our lives. In the opening of this Psalm 23, we're presented with a colourful, reflective image. The Lord is our shepherd and we, his beloved sheep. The imagery captures the essence of a close, intimate relationship where the shepherd cares and provides and is central to our well-being. 
Just as a shepherd tends to his flock, God lovingly tends to his children. That's us, guiding us, protecting us, and meeting our every need. And as we delve into the passage, we encounter the shepherd's provision, the green pastures and still waters that he graciously provides for his sheep. Green pastures signify more than just physical sustenance. They symbolise the spiritual nourishment and abundance of God's provision in our own lives. In these green pastures, we find nourishment our soul longs for, a place to rest, for growth, and abundance where our spiritual hunger is satisfied. And also the image of still waters offers a glimpse into the tranquility and peace that God provides for all of us. Just as sheep find refreshment and calmness beside the gentle and quiet waters, our souls find solace and restoration in the presence of our shepherd. In a world of chaos and uncertainty, God offers his peace which surpasses all understanding and soothes the storms within us. Our shepherd is not merely a provider of physical and spiritual sustenance, but is also our guide, is our restorer. The shepherd's role is multi-layered. He leads the sheep along the right paths, safeguarding them from danger and ensuring their well-being. And our shepherd does the same for us. He guides us along the paths of righteousness, protecting us from harm and leads us towards the abundant life that he has planned for us. The shepherd restores the weary. He restores the broken. He tends to the wounds. He brings healing and offers renewal to the sheep in his care. Our only father does not abandon us when we're weary or when we're broken. Instead, he draws us near. He binds our wounds. He comforts our hearts and he restores our soul. His love is unceasing, his care is unwavering, and his restoration, well, to me, friends, that's miraculous. It's miraculous. Throughout history, we find numerous testimonies and examples of God's provision and care for his people. From the Israelites in the wilderness to the early disciples facing persecution, the Lord has consistently displayed his faithfulness, meeting their needs and providing a way in which in, in even the most challenging of circumstances. Likewise, we have testimonies of God's provision and care where he demonstrates his love and faithfulness in our lives. And as we walk through the valley of the shadow, life is a journey that takes us through diverse landscapes. While we may relish the lush green pastures and peaceful still waters, we must also acknowledge our path often leads us through the dark valley where darkness challenges and fear lies in wait. The valley of the shadow of death mentioned in Psalm 23 is a powerful metaphor that captures our overwhelming fear and experience. In these valleys surrounding to fear, doubt and despair is easy, yet as believers we've been granted a remarkable gift, confidence and fearlessness in the face of trials. We can pass through these valleys with our heads held high, knowing that our shepherd is with us every step of the way. His presence brings comfort and assurance, dispelling the darkness that seeks to overcome. Just as a shepherd carries a rod and staff, Jesus, our heavenly shepherd, equips us for the challenges that we face in our lives. 
The shepherd's rod comforts us, warding off enemies and danger that threaten our well-being. And in the same way, God shields us from harm, providing a refuge and a fortress in times of trouble. We need not fear, for he is our defender and our deliverer. We see too that the shepherd's staff serves as a guiding supportive instrument. When we find ourselves lost or confused in the valleys, God's staff gently directs us, leading us out of the darkness and into the safety of his presence. His staff becomes a source of strength and guidance and allows us to know that we're never alone, even in trying times. Throughout scripture and our lives, we witness the profound impact of God's presence and guidance during challenging moments. Just consider the story of Joseph, who endured the betrayal, slavery and imprisonment, yet experienced the persistent presence of God, ultimately leading him to a position of significance, influence and restoration. Or think of the disciples who faced storms and persecution, yet they've still found solace and courage in the presence of Jesus. Likewise, in our journey, we can recount moments when the shepherd's presence and guidance were tangible and unmistakable, perhaps during a time of loss, time of illness, a time of uncertainty, when God's peace enveloped our hearts or his direction became clear amidst the confusion. These stories serve as testimony of God's faithfulness and remind us that his light still shines bright, even in the darkest valley. In the final verse of Psalm 23, we're presented with a glorious depiction of our shepherd, an everlasting presence of goodness. Brothers and sisters, as believers, we are inheritors of the abundance, good, the abundant goodness and blessing that flows from our loving Heavenly Father. Imagine, if you will, the image of a shepherd preparing a table before us. This imagery signifies more than just physical provision. It represents a lavish display of God's abundant care and provision in our own lives. Just as a shepherd carefully prepares a table, filling it with nourishment to sustain his flock, our shepherd provides our every need. He invites us to partake of his abundance, to find sustenance to our bodies, our souls and our spirits. And we find fellowship and communion in his presence with the one who knows us intimately and desires to meet our deepest desires. Anointing our heads with oil symbolises God's consecration, blessing and favour upon our lives. The anointing oil represents the Holy Spirit's work within us, empowering us and equipping us for the purpose and plan that God has for us. Through this anointing, we're set apart as vessels of his grace and bearers of his light in this world. What a privilege it is to be anointed by the hand of the shepherd, to walk in his favour and experience the abundance of his blessings. David declared that goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our life. What a remarkable promise. The goodness of God's provision relentlessly showing us showering us with his love, his grace and his provision. His mercy, which knows no bounds, covers our shortcomings and extends forgiveness when we fall short. With every step we take, we are shrouded by his goodness and his mercy, walking in confidence with his unfailing love. 
So brothers and sisters, let's trust the Lord's everlasting presence. Ever in the face of challenges and uncertainties. Let's live with grateful hearts, recognising and acknowledging the abundant blessing and provision that God constantly pours out on us. May we walk in the assurance that our shepherd is with us, always guiding us, always protecting us, always providing for us. So I want to offer a prayer of thanksgiving, expressing gratitude for unchanging nature of the shepherd's love and care. And I want to invite all of you just to seek the Lord as a shepherd, to trust in his own provision, to find comfort in his presence and walk in the assurance of his goodness and mercy. So for a short time, I just want us to be still. I just want us to close his eyes and I want us to reflect on what God does within our lives. So just take a moment to consider how God has provided for you, how he's guided you in the goodness in your life. And I want you to trust in his care, knowing that he's always faithful. He's always a shepherd that walks beside you, beside the still waters, and he'll restore your soul. A shepherd walks among his sheep. Sometimes he walks behind them, sometimes in front of them, sometimes in the middle of them. But the shepherd makes sure the sheep of everything that they need. He is the shepherd and you are his sheep. And God lets you rest in him while he meets your needs. He leads you down healthy, productive paths in life and is glorified as you experience his promises in your life. His promise is an invitation into his divine nature. And his divine nature in you is the source of life that strengthens and restores you. Even when you mess up or face loss in this world, God is right there. You might not feel it at the time, but allow him to lift you up, to allow you to carry on, even through tragedy, when you can't find strength from another step. The Father will not leave you for dead. He'll not abandon you. All the while he's leading you to the place of a blessing, the place of nourishing and gentleness. Friends, you can rest assured that knowing for a fact that God's intentions towards you and his plans for you are merciful. God walks with you moment by moment just because he wants to be with you. God wants you to live with him forever. The Lord your God is actually pursuing you so that you can pour his love into your heart and kindle his grace. He sees you as a precious child and he's only seeking to lead you to a place where he can meet your needs, to be kind to you and to enjoy your company. Heavenly Father, we thank you for being our shepherd and providing, protecting and abundant goodness in our lives. We ask for your continued presence and guidance as we navigate the paths before us. Help us to trust in you wholeheartedly. 
to seek your face diligently and to live in the assurance of your love and care. May our lives reflect your goodness and bring glory to your name in all we do. In the name of Jesus, our good shepherd. Amen. Friends, I pray that God just blesses you abundantly as you continue to walk with him, finding comfort, guidance and assurance in his loving care. In response to that, we're going to sing uh, The Lord's My Shepherd, the Stuart Townend version. If you want to stand, stand. If you want to remain seated, do whatever you feel comfortable doing. Thank you, Janet. <laughs>